Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Pay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Matt McConnell with Intradium. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me, Lee. Before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about Intradium. How are you serving folks? Intradium is an automation company. We provide automation for customer service teams. Uh, Lee, the easiest way to think about Intradium uh, and what our automation does is if you've right now, you can anything you can think of, you, you can order off of a site like Amazon and it shows up at your door in 24 hours or less, literally anything you can think of, but pick up that package and try to get service on it. And it's a very different experience than that Amazon experience. Our goal at Intradium is to make that service experience as effortless and instantaneous as that product experience that you enjoy with Amazon today. Now, um, the reason I think that Amazon services that way is it was critically important for them to behave in that manner. Are you finding that the reason the customer service uh, isn't have that same kind of um, experience is because it isn't that big of a priority for firms? Well, it has become more of a priority, but when you look more closely at it, there's a huge disparity. The average person in the developed world will spend 123 days of their lives on hold, in line, or sitting at home waiting for a service tech. And it's crazy that that's true in 2022. So when you look at the product experience and the service experience and say, why is it so different? Um, the that we see one glaring difference in how the two have matured. There was a tremendous investment in the 1980s and 1990s in manufacturing, in warehousing and distribution, in automation that makes that possible where you can think of the most obscure part on your vacuum cleaner and order it off Amazon and get it in 24 hours. That's amazing. And it's all possible because of those huge investments right across manufacturing and warehousing and distribution and automation. When you look at service delivery in customer care, you know, phone call centers and uh, retail and, and field service, those investments in automation weren't made. So Intradium is in the automation business and we bring the same automation that manufacturers enjoyed that was in the physical world into the sort of software world in the uh, sort of virtual uh, productivity of service delivery. Now, does your uh, software help uh, a firm, pe- uh, the firm's people? Because uh, at some point there's a human interaction. I mean, or do you eliminate the human interaction and you're able to give good customer service or help your clients have have better customer interaction and experience via software and automation? Or is it a tool that helps the human communicate better and more efficiently and effectively with the other human who is having whatever issue they're having? It's the latter, Lee. At Intradium, we believe in technology at the service of humans. And and if you've interacted with a chat bot, um, you've very likely had a very 
bad experience like the rest of us. Um, the fully automated service experience is a dream for the future. It's not, it, I think we've companies have tried to deliver it and tried to push us into those channels and it's just not, it doesn't deliver. And I think that the service needs to be in the center of the uh, service, the human needs to be at the center of the service experience. And so um, IntraDM provides automation that makes those humans more productive in delivering, significantly more productive in delivering that service. So had what was the genesis of, of the idea? I mean, it, people have been frustrated with this forever. Uh, what uh, inspired you to say, okay, let's figure this out? Yeah, it, it started uh, many years ago. Um, I'm an industrial engineer. And, uh, and, and industrial engineering is all about making systems more productive, more effective. And uh, just, I just had this um, burn under my saddle uh, with just the service experience I was having. Uh, and when I really dug into it, um, discovered um, that, that it's really just a, it's an interesting math problem. And the problem that these brands have that we all do business with, our banks, our telecoms, our insurance companies, is that they have the, the demand that you and I put on those brands as their customers is very dynamic and, and increasingly unpredictable. Um, but the supply that's used to meet that demand, these workforces, these humans in these workforces that are used to meet the, that demand um, is by comparison, pretty flat footed. And, the, the easiest way to sort of visualize what we're doing for these very large workforces that usually number in the tens of thousands. If you've ever been in a grocery store, when all the checkout lines were, you know, long, full of people, and someone gets on the microphone and, you know, kind of calls all the cashiers to the front uh, because the lines are so long. Um, in essence, that's what the intradiem is doing at a massive scale. It's adjusting the supply to meet the demand. So when the demand spikes unexpectedly, we can move these workforces to the demand. When the demand drops off unexpectedly, uh, we can shift the supply to other areas of work that are, you know, or other queues that are higher demanded or send them home early. All of those are examples of just making that supply as dynamic as the demand um, delivers a, a huge increase in productivity for Intradium's clients. So now is your service one of which you have a call center or you have a pile of humans at the ready to be um, deployed at where there's a need? So if one if client A has a big need today, right this second, you can deploy the right number of people there. So it's the right people at the right time. Um, or do you work with your client's existing call center with their people and you just train them better or you give them tools that make them more efficient? It's the latter. Intradium does not um, provide staffing. In, 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 we're a pure play cloud software company. And fortunately, you know, these companies, if you can sort of roll the tape back pre-Intradium for our clients, um, they had a choice to make in this supply demand equation. Either they could um, overstaff because the, the supply was so flat footed when the demand came in. You just sort of had to staff all these extra people to try to meet these peaks in demand. Or you could just understaff and, and underserve your customers. And fortunately, I guess for all of us over the years, these companies overstaffed. And so when we bring our software, when IntraDM software shows up at one of these big banks or big insurers or big telecoms, they've already got lots of staff. In fact, 
way too much staff. We make the staff more productive and they've got staff to spare, frankly. Um, and, and so we don't need to supply any staff. We just supply the technology that makes that staff more dynamic to meet that dynamic demand that these businesses uh, have. So can you explain uh, for the listener what maybe a day in the life is pre-intradium and a day in the life post-intradium with your solution for that person that is that frontline person for this organization? Yeah. And let me give a really specific example um, because there are dozens and dozens of what we refer to as use cases um, that uh, intradium software can deliver to make these workforces more productive. But a, a perfect example, a day in the life of a call center agent. Um, let's say you've been working all morning and taking calls, you're a call center agent, and you're five minutes from your break. It's been a tough morning. You've taken 15 calls. And remember, people don't call call centers because they want to tell you you're doing a great job. So it's a difficult job. And you're five minutes from a well-earned break. And But the cues that you're serving, let's say the average handle time is nine minutes. And so you know, as an agent, if you take that next call, you're going to be late for your break. And, uh, and, and these workforces are so, man- so tightly managed um, that uh, you not only are late for your break, but you have to fill out a form describing why you're late for your break. It's, being, it's called being out of adherence. And uh, so it's insult to injury. And so what over the years, contact center agents have learned to do is play games so they don't get that next call and they can go to their break on time. So it's a big agent dissatisfier. People, you know, that if they do the right thing, they're late for their break. They, they kind of have to hide in the system. But it's also for the company, they're losing five, seven, eight, ten minutes before every break, every lunch, every end of shift with these agents kind of gaming the system. And so as an example of a use case, Intradium can spot that situation where Matt is five minutes before his break, but his, the cues he's serving are 10 minutes on average, automatically pull his break forward five minutes, shift his state, as it's called in the system, to break, send a message to Matt and his supervisor. Nobody's filling out paperwork. Matt gets his full break. Customers get served. And it's a big agent satisfier, but the company picks up five or 10 minutes of productivity for every agent before every break, every end of shift and um, every lunch. And that use case alone and in, in, in our customers, a big cable company or a, 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 a big bank is millions and millions and millions of dollars saved. But everybody's more productive and everybody's more satisfied. So that's just a really specific example. And there are dozens of those where you can apply automation into this workforce to make it significantly more productive. So what are some symptoms for uh, the folks that aren't aware of intradium that maybe they should be aware of them? Like what are some of the kind of pain points that they're having now where a call to you and your team might be the, the best move? Yeah, I think um, right now, Lee, uh, the, the, the symptom that is the most pronounced in our um, customers and our target, or, you know, our, our target market customers that aren't yet using Intradium is because of the great resignation, um, there's a big shortage of contact center agents. And, uh, and so they're having a difficult time hiring, but they also have very high attrition. And so high attrition is a symptom of agent dissatisfaction and um, challenges of just dealing with, you know, usually 
upset customers and a very rigid way of being managed and just constant pressure. And so intradium, you know, is a pressure relief valve. It really drives up agent satisfaction. So that's one. The other one is just um, dwindling productivity. Our customers see handle times creeping up. They see um, uh, all kinds of productivity measures going in the wrong direction. When you when you're short on people, there's this phenomenon that happens. Work uh, uh, handle times, as they call it in contact centers, tend to grow, and so you end up with as in a contact center world. Uh, decreasing productivity. So that's another symptom we see. So reducing agent satisfaction, decreasing um, productivity, and then of course, decreasing um, customer satisfaction. Now is decreasing customer satisfaction, is that an obvious um, kind of metric or is it something that can be hidden in in other areas and they may not kind of connect the dots there are lots of measures that uh, uh, companies in, you know, with customer service teams look at to measure customer satisfaction. It's things as simple as high abandonment rates, and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm tired of sitting on hold. I'm gonna, you know, that's called abandonment. Um, all the way through, you know, customer satisfaction surveys and 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 customers, you know, churning, leaving that business because they're so dissatisfied. So there's a lot of measures that uh, companies use to measure customer satisfaction that, uh, that are being affected by, uh, by just challenges. And in, in, as I mentioned earlier, this supply and demand imbalance that happens in, in contact centers. Right. But is that a leading indicator or a lagging indicator? Well, some are leading and some are lagging. There, there's a lot of, you've probably experienced as many people have, there's a lot of surveying of customers that goes on. If you'll, you know, if you'll hang on, you can do a customer satisfaction survey and tell us how your experience was after the call. There's a lot of that that goes on, which is more of a leading indicator. And then of course, the lagging indicator is customers churning. Um, so it, it, there are a variety of measures, some are leads and some are lags. Now is the call centers evolving into allowing their, uh, their, the people that are on the front lines to work out of their own home to to be remote, or is it still that these folks are going into an actual center and they're all together in one place? Yeah, that's a really good question, Lee. Um, as we entered the pandemic, um, if you think about a contact center, if you've ever seen one or seen a picture of one, people are sitting very close together. It is a petri dish for COVID nineteen. So. As soon as the pandemic hit, these contact centers had to figure out very quickly how to get people to work from home. And uh, for the most part, they're still there. And a lot of companies have figured out they can deliver their their, um, customer service with agents sitting in their homes. And um, many of our customers are going to stay that way or at least leave a large portion of their um, workforce in work from home mode. And your service can allow for that? Yes, it does. Prior to the pandemic, we were already cloud-based, um, and Interdiem was a solution that could be deployed to call centers all over the all over the world, um, and including work from home. Excuse me, work from home um, situations, and so that is that's continued. But what we did see as a result of the pandemic is some shifting in the use cases that customers prioritize with Intradium's product. As I mentioned, there's dozens of use cases available on our platform. 
And um, during the pandemic, uh, as agents shifted to work from home, there became workforce shortages and things like that. So there's a lot of pressure on agents. And so there were times during the pandemic where our customers prioritized use cases that were more agent satisfiers. Um, and there were times during the pandemic, uh, well, I guess we're still in it, but uh, at the tail of it, I guess, um, there were times in the pandemic where customers prioritized productivity use cases. So um, it really depended on the situation. The, 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 the architecture of a product sits in the cloud and we can serve people anywhere, um, work from home or in the office. But the flavor and mix of the use cases that they, automation use cases they deployed depended on um, what was going on in, in that moment in time for their contact centers. So what about Intradium? Were you um, uh, forced to go remote for the pandemic? We were. We um, we took a decision uh, March 13th of 2020 um, to to work, shift to work from home. And uh, and we have stayed that way uh, ever since. And um, how has that was that a difficult transition uh, to keep the culture of the organization while everybody uh, was remote? You know, Lee, I thought it would be uh, more difficult than it was. It was a pleasant surprise um, that in many ways it reinforced our culture. Um, we've moved to what we call a remote first model. Um, but uh, and so we've stayed in this remote mode because it's what our employees wanted. And um, we have sort of prioritized that into um, our uh, the way we work because it, it has worked really well. So we shifted to it and didn't miss a beat. And um, and it's been a, it's been a really a big agent satis- a big employee satisfier for our employees. Now, how do you kind of um, thread the needle when it comes to now the world is your oyster, right? If you're remote, now you can get employees from anywhere. Um, how do you kind of keep everybody on the same page and, and buying into the culture? Because that, to me, is a, is a challenge moving forward as people embrace this remote first, that people can be anywhere. So how do you keep them, you know, kind of making intradiem at the fore and, and really uh, immersing them in the culture of the organization? It's a great question, Lee, and we've worked really hard on that. Um so there's a number of different tactics. The first thing I would say is there's really no handbook because this is new for companies to be, there have not been in the history, a lot of companies that have this kind of fully remote or remote first uh, model. And so we're, the company has pulled together with our employees to kind of invent and write the handbook, if you will, on being remote first um, and, uh, you know, there are some things you lose of just relationships you build with people that you see in the office every day. But we before the pandemic, we probably had a third of our employees that were outside of our headquarters office to begin with. And now, as you mentioned, we're hiring from everywhere. And I think um, by the end of this year, we'll be 70 to 80 percent outside of Atlanta, where our headquarters office is. And as a result, we were, we were already moving towards a more remote model as a company. Um, but, you know, communication is a big, important piece. We do these town halls every couple of weeks that, that are really foundational for communication and culture building. Um, but we've really uh, worked hard on um, when you go to this fully remote model, 
the things that used to be, this is a great example, the things that used to be drop-ins, you know, somebody would just drop by in your office and have a conversation. Those things turn into meetings. And, and, and now you've got all these meetings on your calendar and you still have a job to do. And so um, we've had to establish norms for meetings and for communication tools. So, you know, different people have different expectations for, if I send you a text, I might think it's, it's, you know, I view that as an urgent thing, but you don't, but you may view Slack or email as a, as urgent. And so we've had to establish norms for meetings and communication tools and hours and calendars and things like that. But what I would tell you is it's working well. Um, the data, uh, we, we had a record year last year. Uh, we have better retention um, than our, uh, the peers. We're private equity funded. So the 20 or 30 companies that are in the same portfolio we are, we have the best retention in the portfolio uh, of our employees. And um, the, the, the employee satisfaction has never been higher. Our employee NPS scores um, are in the 60s now, which is a very high employee NPS score. Um, and so we feel really good about what we've done. We've still got work to do. Uh, Interdiem has to, there's some things we're still figuring out, uh, but so far it's, uh, it's worked very, very well. So what do you need more of? How can we help? Do you need more clients, more talent? Yeah, I think it's both. You know, we are, we really believe in this, uh, as I always say to people, okay, we're not curing cancer, but if we can give everybody in the world 123 days of their lives back, it is an enormous uh, lift for mankind. And so uh, we really believe in this vision of, of making the service experience effortless and instantaneous. Um, and so we need both clients and, uh, and we also want employees. And um, regarding clients, what is the profile of an ideal client for Intradium? Yeah, a typical client typically has hundreds or thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of um, customer service employees, contact center employees. Um, and uh, they're typically, uh, you know, the brands that you think of, you know, that you, your bank, your insurance company, your telecom, your cable company, those kinds of companies. And I think, uh, you know, if you think about a, a bad customer experience you've had, those are great prospects for Intradium. Similarly, on the employee side, um, people that are um, inspired to make change in the world, inspired to be in a company that cares about its employees and puts employees first, um, those are the kinds of employees that, uh, that really love to work at Intradium. Well, Matt, thank you so much for sharing your story today. If somebody wants to get a hold of you or somebody on your team, what's the website? The website is intradiem.com, I-N-T-R-A-D-I-E-M, intradiem.com. All right. Well, thank you again for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. Uh-huh. 